This is an historic moment. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. You're listening to Steve Allen on the Think About It podcast. Hi, Steve here. I'm going to share some stunning news I received from a friend in Australia in this video. Obviously, that means you won't be able to see the full video here on YouTube, but you will be able to see it on all my other platforms. I'll leave a link in the description box below of one platform it's on to make it easier for you to connect to. I also want to mention the social media platforms Gab.com, Minds.com, and Parlor.com. Uh, If you're still using Facebook and Twitter for social media, you're part of the problem. Using big tech platforms who want to stifle your free speech and censor anything you say that goes against their strict New World Order narrative. Now, they're entitled to their own opinion and their narrative, but it's wrong when they say you're not entitled to yours. So use Gab or Minds and Parler for your social media free speech and sharing what really matters to you. We use all three. My wife and I recently started taking ageless multi-collagen because I found out that after the age of 20, collagen production in our bodies decreases about 10% every decade. She adds a scoop of ageless multi-collagen to whatever she's drinking that morning. In less than a month, she's experienced younger looking skin, more vibrance, and more energy. I've seen a huge difference in the health of her skin and hair. Ageless multi-collagen works by providing powerful nutritional support that promotes your skin, your hair, your nails, joints, bone, teeth, and gut health. Get Ageless Multi-Collagen for 51% off plus free shipping by going to agelesshealthwithsteve.com. 10 years ago, Michael Lackamar, team leader for the Southeast Michigan Volunteer Militia, gave his insight in the creation of a new world order and what it means for America. Keep in mind, this was 10 years ago. Do you believe uh, in the creation of a new world order? And if so, what exactly does that mean, Michael? Um, The the new world order, as it's circulating amongst the, the, the conspiracy crowd, and I can tell you about some conspiracies. I see them in my email box every day. Um, the New World Order, as it's defined there, is a one-world government. They're afraid it's going to be a socialist government, one that's going to crack down on rights in, in exchange for power and wealth. That's the, the driving fear about a lot of these ultra-right groups, such as what we saw last weekend. Um, a a one-world government or New World Order could also be a... a uh, a benevolent force if it's constructed and driven the right way. If you have an entire world under the type of regime we see in, in 
that would be not such a good thing. In just two weeks, okay, I wanna stop here just for a minute and let that sink in what I'm about to say. In only two weeks, 14 days, America will either receive a reprieve or a final notice that you have lost everything you once knew and have now become part of a one world government. Unfortunately, you'll have to click on the link below in the description box to go any further in this video because if what you'll see in the full video on the other platforms was put on YouTube, it would be removed immediately. Once again, I'm sorry that I cannot leave the truth on my YouTube channel anymore without it being removed. That's life. Click the link in the description box below to see the full video now. A Canadian politician has leaked the new COVID lockdown plan and Great Reset dictatorship planned for the world. Power-mad state premiers, governors, and prime ministers across Australia, the US, the UK, Canada, and New Zealand will try to push another second wave virus attack as part of the Gates-Rockefeller World Economic Forum push for global vaccination and the Agenda 21 New Normal, or New Normal New Economy. And I already saw it starting in Europe on the morning news today. Canadian politicians in the loop of COVID planning have been told to their horror of a plan for a totalitarian response to an international economic collapse involving a federal government offer to eliminate all personal debts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, etc., funded by the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, under the World Debt Reset Program. In exchange, the individual would forfeit ownership of any and all property and assets forever and partake in the COVID-19 and COVID-21 vaccination schedule, which would allegedly allow individuals unrestricted travel and living, even under a full lockdown, through the use of a photo ID referred to as Canada's health pass. The horrific scenario comes from a Liberal Party of Canada, whistleblower, from the party's Strategic Planning Committee, which is under the control of Canada's Office of the Prime Minister. He says the second wave will be hyped up with testing around the end of November. The whistleblower warns of a complete and total secondary lockdown, much stricter than the first, and second rolling phase restrictions, which is expected to run to the end of December 2020 and early January 2021. While pressure is mounting in Australia through the courts at protests and from some media for lockdowns to end, the deadly virus is stalking you narrative is being held firmly by Labor, Green, Coalition, and LNP parties, the public health bureaucracy, and most media in the same Five Eyes nations. This narrative presents the SARS-CoV-2 virus or COVID-19 as something that must be avoided and contained at all cost, despite the widespread immunity and medical studies showing it is lethal for less than 1% of those who are infected. The Canadian whistleblower's email has been published by Canadian alt-media site, The Canadian Report. The Canadian Prime Minister mirrors the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet in Canberra, which is run by high-powered bureaucrats and advised on COVID-19 by the Prime Minister's National COVID-19 Advisory Commission, which Scott Morrison announced on March 25th, just two months into the pandemic. 
Why was it necessary for the Prime Minister to announce such a high-powered commission so early? It was part of the process outlined by the Event 201 players who included Commission member Jane Halton, head of the Gates-funded CEPI, to steer the pandemic in their desired direction. In other words, the globalist Great Reset Plan as outlined by the World Economic Forum. CEPI is an alliance to finance and coordinate the development of new vaccines. It stands for Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations and is a global partnership launched in 2017 to develop vaccines to stop future epidemics. The whistleblower said he was not happy doing this, but I have to as a Canadian and more importantly as a parent who wants a better future not only for my children, but for other children as well. The other reason I am doing this is because roughly 30% of the committee members are not pleased with the direction this will take Canada, but our opinions have been ignored and they plan on moving forward toward their goals. They have also made it very clear that nothing will stop the planned outcomes. The roadmap and aim was set out by the Prime Minister and is as follows. Phase in secondary lockdown restrictions on a rolling basis, starting with major metropolitan areas first and expanding outward. Expected by November 2020, rush the acquisition or construction of isolation facilities across every province and territory. Expected by December 2020, daily new cases of COVID-19 will surge beyond capacity of testing including increases in COVID-related deaths following the same growth curves expected by end of November 2020. Complete and total secondary lockdown, much stricter than the first and second rolling phase restrictions, expected by end of December 2020, early January to 2021. Reform and expansion of the unemployment program to be transitioned into the Universal Basic Income Program, expected by quarter one, 2021. Projected COVID-19 mutation and or co-infection with secondary virus referred to as COVID-21, leading to a third wave with much higher mortality rate and higher rate of infection. Expected by February, 2021. Daily new cases of COVID-21 hospitalizations and COVID-19 and COVID-21 related deaths will exceed medical care facilities capacity expected quarter to quarter two, 2021. Enhanced lockdown restrictions referred to as third lockdown will be implemented. Full travel restrictions will be imposed, including inter-province and inner city. Expected quarter two, 2021. Transitioning of individuals into the universal basic income program. Expected mid quarter two, 2021. Projected supply chain breakdowns, inventory shortages, large economic instability. Expected late quarter two, 2021. Deployment of military personnel into major metropolitan areas as well as all major roadways to establish travel checkpoints. Restrict travel and movement. Provide logistical support to the area. Expected by quarter three, 2021. The whistleblower said committee members asked, who would become the owner of the forfeited property and assets in that scenario? And what would happen to lenders or financial institutions? We were simply told the World Debt Reset Program will handle all of the details. Several committee members also questioned what would happen to individuals if they refused to participate in the World Debt Reset Program or the Health Pass or the vaccination schedule. 
And the answer we got was very troubling. Essentially, we were told it was our duty to make sure we came up with a plan to ensure that would never happen. We were told it was in the individual's best interest to participate. When several committee members pushed relentlessly to get an answer, we were told that those who refused would first live under the lockdown restrictions indefinitely, and that over a short period of time, as more and more Canadians transitioned into the debt forgiveness program, the ones who refused to participate would be deemed a public safety risk and would be relocated into isolation facilities. Once in those facilities, they would be given two options, participate in the debt forgiveness program and be released or stay indefinitely in the isolation facility under the classification of a serious public health risk and have all their assets seized. The whistleblower said, the heated discussion escalated beyond anything I've ever witnessed before. In the end, it was implied by the prime minister that the whole agenda will move forward no matter who agrees with it or not. That it won't just be Canada, but in fact, all nations will have similar roadmaps and agendas. That we need to take advantage of the situations before us to promote change on a grander scale for the betterment of everyone. The members who were opposed and ones who brought up the key issues that would arise from such a thing were completely ignored. Our opinions and concerns were ignored. We were simply told to just do it. All I know is that I don't like it, and I think it's going to place Canadians into a dark future." Unquote. America, you have a serious choice to make on November 3rd. Biden will escalate this plan with total compliance on us, and President Trump will continue to stand against it. And yet, shockingly, some will still vote for their own demise. Choose wisely. Why doesn't the world see what's happening? The prophet Daniel had the answer. Many will purify, cleanse, and refine themselves, but the wicked will keep on acting wickedly. And none of the wicked will understand, but those with discernment will understand.